Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. <clears throat> so I wanted to talk to you today about uh, lawyer marketing. It's not really specifically on a particular area of personal injury, and it really is sort of directed at small business people. Um, you know, I'm going to just talk about what I do to build my practice, and hopefully it'll help you either in your building your law practice or in building pretty much any small business. So, you know, <clears throat> the first problem you're going to face is how do you get the word out about who you are, what you do, and, you know, if if you're listening to this, hopefully you have some idea of what your business is and how it works. So the first thing is you got to have some sort of a plan on what your marketing is going to be for the next, you know, 12 months is kind of how I look at things. And 24 to 36 months is like kind of hard to predict, but you got to have a plan for the year. And usually I start off in December uh, with a lunch or a dinner with one of my colleagues and we kind of talk about the year-end results. So it's really helpful if you talk about year-end results December or now it's February, but you got to figure out, you know, what worked last year, what didn't work last year. And you got to have some idea of how much you spent to get where you are. So, you know, we all have plans for the future. We all want to improve and grow our practice. So the question is, how do you go about doing that? So the first thing is have a plan. (laughs) Number one, have a plan. So, um, you know, we all get lazy or we all get buried in our actual practices. Um, You know, work takes over and, and marketing has sort of become secondary. So if you have a plan, at least you have something to fall back on when you don't want to think about it. You just want to execute. Two, you got to have, you know, money to burn on your plan. You can't just sit in your office and do nothing. You got to go out and spend money. You either have to go out and eat meals or go out and take people bowling or shooting or whatever the heck you like to do. Uh, You got to buy gifts for people. You got to say thank you. You got to, you know do something but all that stuff marketing comes down to having some money to do with and for lawyers a lot of times you know (laughs) we want to be promised that there'll be a positive result before we spend money one you know we're by nature risk averse is kind of almost the definition of a lawyer uh for a lot of practices uh a lot of lawyers are used to getting paid by the hour so you're kind of you know you're going to get paid once you do the work or at least that's the theory. That's less so in personal injury practice where we are kind of all risk and contingency based. But the point is you got to have money to spend on your plan. You got to assume that you're going to burn that money before it produces results. That's just sort of, that's probably the hardest thing to learn as a lawyer marketing is I always look at marketing my practice as like pushing on a string or pushing on a semi-deflated balloon. You know, if you push on the semi-deflated balloon, it's just going to, you know, go in wherever you push on it. 
but it may bulge out at some other part. Same thing with the string. You know, the string is going to move. It's not going to do very much, but, you know, it'll bulge out somewhere. So, look, you can't predict exactly directly how your marketing efforts are going to bear fruit, but, you know, if you make the effort, it's better than not making the effort. You know that not making the effort will result in nothing unless you have a tremendous network, you've been doing this for 30 years, and then you shouldn't be listening to me. So, so far, you got one, you got to have a marketing plan. Two, you got to have money to burn on the plan. Three is often for me, the hardest thing is you have to execute. I think Larry Bossidy, who's like a former Chrysler exec or some sort of exec, wrote a book, and the book was titled Execution. And for me, for years, that's been my kind of bugaboo and the thing that slowed me down in in growing more rapidly is execution. You got to have sort of the willingness to fail and the willingness to reach out and try. So, you know, for some people, execution's not a big deal. They don't mind, you know, calling and getting rejected or... You know, I made, I think I made 10 lunch appointments in December because I had some free time and zero of them actually turned into a lunch. Now, people owed me a phone call or people owed me a lunch or, you know, they'll be available, but it was literally 10 swings to the bat and no result. (laughs) So, you know, look, that's frustrating, but that's just the nature of, of what you're doing. You know, the worst thing that happens is you don't get to have lunch with somebody, not the end of the world. So... The number four for me is is almost always target. You got to figure out, you know, who you're targeting. Like, why am I doing this podcast? Well, I'm doing this podcast because I want to help other lawyers who are in my position or who need help with marketing to at least have some framework of how to approach things. Why? Because lawyers send me a lot of business and they're good for business And so I would like to, you know, talk to more lawyers because they're easy referrals. Lawyers kind of see the case. People consult lawyers more than they do your average person. And lawyers can collect a referral fee from me. So lawyers for me are are good referral sources. You know, but most lawyers don't run their own practice. Most lawyers are not as successful as I am. Most lawyers don't know how or have the time or the patience or the energy to do what I do, which is basically growing a practice from scratch. So, you know, for me, for this purpose, my target is lawyers. But you got to figure out who your target is. Maybe your target is, you know, business CIOs or, you know, chiropractors. I don't know. Uh, You know, there are a lot of reasons why you might try. Like, I used to try... For example, I decided that people who were good at sending me cases were like the chatty Cathy's of the world. People who just knew everybody, always had someone to send you to, da 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 da. So what did I do? Well, I was like, all right, I'm going to try and target those people. Okay. (laughs) So what did I do? I was like, who are the most chatty Cathy's you know? They were the uh, Avon salespeople. So I tried to reach out to like five different Avon salespeople because they had these huge networks of women who would buy stuff from them, and it went nowhere. So, you know, but look, I was a targeting effort. I tried, and it was a total failure. So, you know, 
that you know I don't do that anymore. Um, I don't try and target them anymore, mostly because like there was a disconnect between them knowing me and them being able to send me business. So number five is not a hard one. Number five is try to enjoy your marketing. You're not going to go do it if you don't like doing it. So I like to eat meals with people. So I go eat meals with people because I like to eat meals, even if there are no people involved. But, you know, people like to play golf. I'm not a big golfer. But if you like to play golf, go play golf. Don't do something you don't want to (laughs) do. All right? Like, just try and enjoy it. It, Like, the worst thing that happens is you have an enjoyable time because you like doing something. All right? Next thing. Six. Outsource your weaknesses. Outsource your weaknesses. Not that hard, right? So let's say you work in a law firm and you're busy, busy, busy. You have 60 to 80 hours of work a week of just work. And you don't really have time to kind of build your brand or raise your profile so you got to find someone to do that for you. You may have a marketing department. You may have an, a marketing person. I don't know. You may have to pay out of pocket for it. Um, like I know a guy who works for a huge legal publisher and he pays out of his own pocket for someone to cold call, call for him because he doesn't want to cold call. But it's part of his business is cold calling, but he doesn't want to do it. Okay, so he outsources that. Me, I outsource my internet marketing to a guy named Eric Greenspan at 74 Systems. Like, I pay him a chunk of money a month to do this stuff for me. One, because I don't know how to do it. Two, because I believe it's important for the present and it bears results. But three, it's kind of a longer-term view of things. Like, I may not get results today from something I'm paying Eric for now, but... I may see, you know, and I am seeing a return, you know, year over year, month over month. So it's sort of like planning for the future, but it's also dumping responsibility for something, one, I don't like to do, two, I don't know how to do, and three, I can't keep up with by outsourcing it. So let's say you, you know, like I have a paralegal who sort of acts as my secretary I try and use her to make meals, but I found that that doesn't really work because it's a little less personal than it needs to be. Okay? The tech stuff, outsource that if you're not good at it. If you're great at if you're, you know, building a small business and you can use tech by yourself, great, do it. But then maybe you need to outsource something else. So outsource your weaknesses. Next, finally, is plan for growth. So what does that mean? Plan for growth means, (laughs) you know, if you want to be somewhere a year from now, you got to figure out how you're going to get there. So let's say you want to grow your, you know, base of refers, um, you know, by 10 times or by five people. So maybe you need to go to a conference and meet other people. Maybe you need to raise your profile in your industry. Maybe you just need to meet 10 new people. Like maybe meeting 10 new people will bear fruit for you next year. Like, I don't know what works for you, but you know, you got to plan for growth. So for me, you know, planning for growth is, all right, I got to meet more lawyers this year because that's going to bear fruit over time. It's not something that, you know, 
has a direct result this year. It's just not the way it works for me, but I need to build up my network of lawyers. But at the same time, like it's not heavy lifting, but I need that for growth. And what you'll find is if you read enough business books on referral businesses, which is essentially what I'm running and professional services businesses, which is probably what you're running, you know, some of your best referrers, some of the people who are your strongest supporters are going to move out of state. They're going to die. They're going to lose interest in what you're doing, move on to other businesses, etc. So you got to keep kind of feeding your list. You got to keep building your list. Uh, but you might as well build it in positive, productive ways so that a year from now or two years from now, you got a bigger list and you can, you know, deal with those people who drop off. And finally, like the one other thing I learned that's easy peasy, but I took, <laughs> I had to read it and learn it, is that, you know, if you want to set a goal of 500, you know, calls by the end of the year, you got to work back and just divide that by 12 to see how many calls you got each month to make your 500. Seems stupid, but, you know, that's kind of how the true sales guys or salespeople look at it is, all right, so if I want to hit 500 calls, I've got to get, you know, 12 call or whatever the number is, 500 divided by 12 is probably 60 calls a month. So then if you come to the end of February and you haven't hit your 120 calls, then you know, you need to, it's it's kind of a kick in the ass to redouble your efforts or find out what's not working or make extra effort to make that up because you know that you're either making your numbers or you're not. There's no penalty for not making your numbers other than you know you're not going to hit your goal. So that's enough on marketing today. I know there's a lot more specifics on it. I'm going to try and do a week's worth of small business or professional services marketing for you. Um... You know, if you have questions or this or that, certainly let me know. This has been Ask Andy. I hold people accountable.